Well, welcome back to another episode of the Cruise Conversations podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Michael. And today's episode is episode number 21, and we're going to be talking about my recent birthday cruise with our friend Chris. Let's jump into it. Well, happy Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. This should be a fun episode today. We're reviewing Frank's birthday cruise, and we actually have one of our friends here, Chris. Chris, how's it going? Good. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, you were on Frank's birthday cruise. Absolutely was. And so before we kind of get into the content of the cruise itself, uh, how about you just introduce yourself? Yeah, guys. Uh, my name is Christopher, and um, I know these guys for quite some time now, and uh, just um, glad to be on this podcast with them and kind of talk about the cruise. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you here tonight. You know, before we jump into the cruise itself, kind of just talk to us about vacation and travel that you've experienced in your life, whether growing up or what you do now nor as like your normal vacation. Yeah, growing up uh, was a lot. When I would go on vacations, it was um, like local. So we would maybe go to the beach, hang out with family, and it wasn't so planned. But, you know, as I started to get older and get into my early 20s, started doing like international travel with my family and friends and such. And so it became a lot of itinerary based. But my favorite way to travel is just to just relaxing. And so like that's the best vacation, in my opinion. And I know you mentioned going to the beach a lot growing up. It's probably good for the listeners to know that you're from Florida. Absolutely. I'm from Orlando, Florida, or you know, a smaller city called Lake Mary, Florida. Definitely love the beach. It's, Florida's it. Yeah. Now, speaking of vacation, what would you say is your favorite trip you've ever taken in your life? Ooh, the favorite vacation I've ever taken in my life, it would have to be when I went to Europe with my family. Um, got to go to... Italy, Rome, all of that, and got immersed in the culture and all the good food and got to go explore like Scotland while I was over there as well to see a friend. So that was definitely like a milestone for me. Best trip, hands down. Yeah. I mean, we've asked this question multiple times now and most everybody's answered with Europe. Europe's just a great place overall. So kind of switching into the topic of the cruise now, two weeks ago on episode 19, we previewed this birthday cruise that Frank put together. Frank, how many people were on this cruise with you? We had 14 people traveling on this cruise with us. A variety of people, folks that maybe haven't cruised before. I know, Chris, you went on one cruise yeah, prior? Yeah, just, just one cruise prior. Okay, how long ago was your last cruise? <laughs> like seven, eight years ago, maybe. <laughs> so so a while. So this was probably like getting back into it after COVID. You know, this was your first cruise in a while. So I feel like I kind of micromanaged the beginning, like the planning process. It was great. It was a lot of... <laughs> A lot of texts, just getting everyone to make sure we had excursions booked, drink packages. How do you feel like the planning process went? Oh, uh, it honestly, I felt like there wasn't much for me to do other than send the money. I'm that <laughs> I'm that friend type B. Just how much I need to send, and I'm I'm gonna be there. So, for the cruise, we we basically met the night before, right? We did dinner. How, you were coming from Orlando. What time did you get in that day? Yeah, since I since I live here, I just drove down after work, and so. Met up with everyone, you know, I, I, I went to the hotel because I do work for a hospitality organization. And after that, met with met up with everyone. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty seamless, easy transition there. Yeah, so that was a fun night, just getting dinner at the mall. We, we went to like the Brickle City Center Mall and nice. went to a Cuban restaurant and it was really good. We wanted to get something that was different from the cruise food because we knew we weren't going to be eating Cuban food on the cruise. So that was a really nice thing to have. And then the next morning, we kind of, we went to a bar before the next morning, we went to a bar, we had a drink, like a cheers, you know, let's get ready for the trip. And then the next morning, we planned on meeting at 1030. 
But uh, planned you, on, planned on. on. <laughs> but you guys, you were a little late, and so and that's fine. <laughs> it's all right. You were on your own time. You know, Teller, who was staying with you and your yeah. roommate on the cruise, was finishing up some work, right? Yeah, yeah. So you were a little late, and then we got on. We were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get on the cruise." So we were already when you were showing up to the port. Because I was tracking you guys. You were <laughs> checking my location. I was tracking your location. I was like, absolutely, as you should. I was like, are we going to ever start this thing? So we just got on it. Like, we got on it like 10 20, and it was super fast. I mean, it probably took five minutes. What was your experience like while we were drinking in Central Park and you were getting on? What was your experience like? Just getting onto the boat and everything was so quick and easy. It was a lot easier getting on that boat than trying to get on a plane, if I if I will. Um, everyone was super kind. All the associates really made you feel feel welcome from when you got off the out of the Uber all the way up to the front. And so when I did get finally get to you guys, you know, and I saw everyone had drinks in hand, I was like, okay, made a mistake. I I need to get that drink package. And so I'm glad I did. Saw everyone. It was it was great. So you just boarded Oasis of the Seas for our four night trip. We were going to Coco Cay and Nassau. What was the first thing that you did when you got on board? First thing that I did on board is we walked straight to Central Park and I got a drink. It was at the uh, Passion Spritz. It was it was great. I loved it. Yeah, so we got our drinks in Central Park. We did our ch- first cheers on board and then we headed up to grab some lunch on the pool deck. We were at El Loco Fresh. What did you think of El Loco Fresh? Yo, that chicken was banging. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was great. I love it. It was great. Yeah, I think it's a really nice option just because it's free and it's easy, right? It's not like the best Mexican that you've ever had, but yeah, it's by of, the pool deck. They had a lot of options too, like the quesadillas and the burritos and everything. Yeah. They had a lot of options. Very good. All right, so you're on the ship at this point. You've had your first drink. You went and had lunch at a local fresh. Now it's time to go check into your room. What type of room did you have booked on this cruise? The room I had uh, had a balcony. Um, it was uh, two beds and so... It was pretty spacious, I would say, for two people. I mean, as much as you can be on a cruise, but, you know, I had enough closet space for both of us. I was able to store my luggage under the bed. You know, I learned some tips and tricks about the shower. You could keep it open. So, like, it was adequate space. I spent a lot of time on the balcony just because it was a really cool place to be. Uh, It was quiet, and there were, you know, two chairs out there. So, you know, overall, the room was good. I didn't have any issues when I checked in. So our sailing was a bit different because normally, right, you got people coming off the day of and then, you know, you're getting into your room a little bit later. But the nice thing was no one was getting off the ship that day. Like it was a no, it was from New York and it came down to Florida. So like the crew were pretty funny because they're like, oh, we had open bar for the last three days. So I think the crew is like extra in a good mood or extra happy. But that meant for us that our rooms were already pretty much ready at like 1130. So most of us dropped our stuff off and then we went straight up to the pool just to kind of enjoy the first day. And we had our drinks package going and working that first. I know I did yeah, at least. First, that first day, like after we got out, we put everything away and we were like, all right, let's go check out the boat and the tour and everything. But when we went to the first bar, I forgot what, I think it was called. The Solarium the, Bar. Solarium, yeah. The guy was bar. like, let's do some shots. He was like, let's do shots. I was like, man, we just got on this. On the, on we're the like, ship. we need some coffee. <laughs> but but we know sure did. We, we had to get in our shots. And so uh, they did, They the crew definitely, you could tell they were in high spirits. The, um, you know, the experience from the beginning to that point even was just phenomenal. Yeah, that's great. Y'all were able to get in the rooms early because typically like the stuff you bring on the ship with you, you have to lug around for a little bit of time until like normally like, I don't know, 1230, one o'clock, one thirty, depending on the ship and how much they have cleaned at the time. So I know you said this was your second cruise overall, but your first on a Oasis class ship for our listeners who haven't been on an Oasis class ship yet. 
There's seven distinct neighborhoods on the ship. So you have the Royal Promenade, Central Park, the Boardwalk. What did you first think when you got on the ship and started seeing just everything around you? Yeah, you know, this was my second ship that I've ever been on and my first Royal Caribbean. So I, I feel like I was lucky to be on this Oasis because when I started going around and checking out all those different neighborhoods and such, we did a full tour. Um, but I kind of knew about it ahead of time because... If you know me, I watched the video. That video kind of got me set up. So I already knew what I was walking into. But my favorite thing or my favorite neighborhood, I would say, is Central Park. That place was just it was a great place to escape. Sometimes it was quiet. I wanted to read, get a cup of coffee at nighttime. They did like uh, music, like some jazz. And that, in my opinion, that was like one of the best parts of the ship because Sometimes you just need to relax after a long day of fun and being in the sun and everything. And for me, that was that was my oasis. Ah, I see what you did there. That was a good one. Oasis <laughs> <Yeah>. on Oasis. <laughs> so, all right. So your first actual day. So y'all went to bed that night. You got up. Your first day you were in Nassau, right? Yes. So just tell us about your day in Nassau. What did y'all do? What did you have planned originally? I know y'all had some kind of weather that day. Yeah, the weather was looking a little grim, but... um. We, we got up, and I know some people had some excursions booked, and we met up with everyone, and the wind, I would say that wind felt like you could have been in a cartoon. Like, if I had opened up my arms a little bit, I felt like I was going to fly away like a kite, but <laughs> it was, you know, going through that, and um, when we finally got down to, <laughs> when we got down to Bahamas and started walking around, it was a lot of fun. We went some exploring, we definitely... We Frank took us on an adventure. I don't. That was really off script. Was not. <laughs> well, let's let's say okay. So a lot of people had excursions, right? So a lot of people had excursions. I was supposed to go to the water park at Bahamar. Some folks were doing some snorkeling, right? And then you didn't have anything planned, but that worked out yeah. well for you because <laughs> sure that did. meant you got to hang out with all of us. Because yeah. my thing, we canceled it. It was thirty mile an hour winds. The snorkeling and the swimming with the dolphins, they couldn't get out there, so they got canceled. I think we all just walked off, and we ended up just meeting up down by yeah. next to the ship. And then at that point, we're like, what do we do? So then we walked over to the – we didn't know where to go, so we found the Museum for Pirates. Yeah, the Pirates. That was a really cool museum. You know, some insider tip. Sometimes they give uh, discounts for larger groups, so just keep that in mind. It was like $11, right? Yeah, we didn't even ask for the discount, but we got it anyway, so <laughs> it's a friendly tip there. So we did that, which was cool. It only took us like 30 minutes, but it was like $11 and you walk through and you see yeah. a pirate ship and you read yeah. the facts and you're like, oh, the wow, facts, yeah. I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, those facts really like rocked my world. I'm not going to lie. When I found out there's no such thing as a X marks a spot or they didn't have like... Like make them walk the plank. Make them walk the planks. I was shook. I was like, man, I grew up my wow. whole life thinking like that's it. <laughs> we lived in a lie. Yeah, we lived in a lie. <laughs> We're in an oasis. I'm kidding. All right. So the next place we go to... So I've been wanting to go to this... The oasis jokes. I've been really trying to go to the the queen staircase, right? Yeah. So we were walking that way. Oh, no. I'm not going to say it for the people <laughs> listening, but there was something yeah. on the road yeah. that was not alive. And so no one wanted to go that way. So I was like, okay, let me look at the map. Let me find an alternate route, which was a, probably like another five minutes longer. No, but what Frank's leaving out there is it was a little bit five minutes longer, but a lot more dangerous. Like we were, we were, we were places we should not have been, Chris, let's <laughs> but just, it was, it was a fun adventure. I will say it was fun. I will say Chris was the one that was the most nervous. I was. Teller and I were just walking in the front, you know, waving to the people outside their homes and there were some stray dogs, which that made you a little nervous. You're like, I'm going to just say, I just, yeah, I was a little nervous. I saw the <laughs> dogs and I was like, man, 
<laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so then we finally make it over to the Queen's Staircase, which it was cool, right? I mean, I thought I thought it was worth seeing. I mean, I probably wouldn't necessarily need to go back there, but we got some really cool photos as a group and, you know, learning about why the staircase was built. If you're ever in Nassau and it's like not great weather, I think it's just cool to walk over there, but it's probably like a one and done thing. Yeah. So then from there, you guys left and you did your own thing, right? Did you go back to the ship after that or did you go shopping? Yeah, we checked a couple stores and I think we went to like five of them. And then after that, we had went back to the, to the ship. Okay. So we really wanted to get cigars. We didn't actually end up smoking the cigars, but we walked another like mile to go to this cigar rolling factory. So if you haven't, if you're going to Nassau and you want to check it out, they actually hand roll the cigars there in location. So we got to see them like taking the huge tobacco leaves and rolling them into the cigars. So we have them at the house now. We didn't actually smoke. Our plan was to smoke them on the ship, but we're just going to have to save it for another time, unfortunately. That's like a cool experience. I, I didn't know that they would. I didn't. I've never seen anyone roll tobacco. So it was oh, cool yeah. just to see. The, it was the whole leaf. Like it was like you picked it off a tree oh, and then okay. they like rolled it into this thing. I mean, it was a totally cool, unique experience just to see. And we we're like, OK, we'll buy them. We'll buy a couple. And they weren't bad. They were like 15 bucks each. But it was uh, it was nice to just see that and try something new. Again, it wasn't like a great weather day, but you still got to kind of do some of these museums and tours. So we kind of made the most of it. Yeah, I mean, even with some iffy weather, it really sounds like y'all didn't end up making the most of the day. Now, I know this is kind of our first time back in Nassau since the new port's opened. Did y'all get to go through the new port at all? Yeah, so we did walk through the new port area. It's a lot of shops. There is like a really cool kind of concert venue at the end. They weren't running any concerts. It was a bit windy, so they didn't have anything. But I thought the new shops were nice. I thought they were really nice. They had a bunch of, they had like a little taxi station set up where you can go and you weren't like, bombarded by locals as you were shopping. So I think that's like the real benefit of that versus you go, you know, outside of the port area, people are trying to get you to do excursions and book things through them. So it was kind of like this nice kind of peaceful walk through the strip of just different shops. And then as soon as you left that area, obviously there are people trying to sell you excursions, but it was, I thought it was really well done. I thought it was nice. And you know, if you are just nothing else to do, you can just go enjoy that. So now you finish up your day in Nassau. Your second day on the ship was your sea day. What did you end up doing for your sea day? Yeah, I started off in Central Park, got my cup of coffee, hung out there for, I would say, like at least 45 to an hour. Um, then I went up to the solarium, got some breakfast, um, and then just kind of hung out for a little bit, walked around, and I ended up meeting with uh, everyone's kind of doing your own thing, you know, it's, and it was kind of cool. Everyone had their own thing going on, but we all met up and... I think I ended up meeting up Frank. Uh, I met you guys at the uh, the hot tub, I think it was. Yeah, so since it was like kind of weird weather, I feel like the hot tubs were a bit busier. So we decided to sit like in one of the ones on deck 16 in the middle of the ship. And it was like the wind was blowing the water. It, into was, it. it was crazy. <laughs> but we had the hot tub to ourselves. Yeah, and that's did. when Joe looked over at us and goes, I don't have my seat pass. It's somewhere. Oh my gosh. It's somewhere <laughs> in this hot tub. And we had to go yes. like the bubbles were going. So we were like. Thank God no one else is in there. We were trying to find it in the bubbles in the hot hands and knees. Everyone's trying to find this dang card. And it was was right underneath him, I think. Yeah, Yeah. he was like sitting on it. I was like, man. So then from there, we went and found, we were like, we're done with this. Yeah, we were just out. The wind was taking over. (laughs) So then we gave up. They were starting to also like wrap some of the chairs up with Mm -hmm. rope. So we're like, okay, let's go down to a safer area. Yeah. And we went back into the slayer and we said, we're done with this. Yeah. 
We're actually rode some water slides. We oh yeah, that's right. We watched you and uh you and Joe go down the water slides and oh my Frank got stuck and we were going down one of the green ones and like almost did a split before falling <laughs> through. That, it was, that was that was great to see. It was the toilet bowl one. I yeah. almost like did a split like right into the Yeah, it was not a pretty picture. But then after that I was cold. So then we went in to the other hot tub. Yes. And then from there we just kinda relaxed the rest of the day. I think that night we went over to the tapas. So after, before dinner, we did, some people did trivia. A lot of people, Megan and some of our other friends were, were going and doing the daily trivia, which I heard was a blast. Yeah, we, the trivia was good. I got a few, got a few right. But, um, you know, John, if you listen to this, John was like the star. He had it, had it going. Um, you know, Megan and Olga were also great. Joe and, and staff. So uh, we had a good time during trivia. It was a good team. It was a good team. Good team. And so that night we went to Vintages, which is the wine bar. Yeah. And that night we just kind of hung out. We were outside under the stars. They were doing the jazz, like you were saying. And then we moved the party inside and kind of took over a corner of the room. And I think some people ordered some of the tapas, but for the most part, just had some bourbon on the rocks. I think that was really good. And then headed down to dinner that night yeah it was a lot of fun we that was that wine bar was really cool like there was i tried some new wines some new whiskey some new bourbon it was great all of it and i mean that's always one of the best parts of the drink packages getting to try like you said your your new wines whiskeys bourbons all of that now y'all just mentioned dinner what did y'all end up doing for dinner most of the nights were you in the main dining room did you do specialty dining and how was it yeah we did the main dining for most of them and so uh i think out of the four nights was three and so it was pretty cool like we got i got def uh, more multiple appetizers multiple entrees um and multiple desserts as well so if you didn't know you could do that you can and one of my favorite things to eat there i think they had like a like a curried lamb man that at the main dining room that was my Dude, favorite. it was so good we were ordering curry at our table i know we were two different tables which i was sad because it yeah. was such a big group that we had to split and we were right next to each other but Still, and we were ordering lamb, or not lamb, we were ordering curry every night. And the curry dish was like probably the most consistent, top quality, Mm -hmm. like it was so good. Yeah, and then for specialty dining, we did do Johnny Rockets for breakfast. What did you think of that? Yeah, that was good because it was included in like the package. So, you know, being able to get breakfast there in the morning, it was the early one, but we got breakfast and it was pretty good food and i think that's and then actually that reminds me that's when we met juma yeah we met juma so juma comes up to us at the end of our breakfast i was like man what is this guy trying to sell us he's like do you want to try some specialty dining and we were like straight up was like nah i don't want to do this man." (laughs) (laughs) we're like ah you know we don't really want to spend any more money the food's been like you know decent in the main dining room it was fine it got the job done and then he started saying 40 off, 40 off. We're like, oh, $40? Do it bad. Let's be honest. $40 off. And then he's like, no, no, no. He's like, I don't know the math. And then he showed us 40%. So basically he was saying, if you want to come down with your group, we had a large group. He's like, if you want to come down to 150 Central Park, he's the server. And he was going to give us 40% off. So it took it from like 76 with tip down to like 46. And normally I would say, you know, you should always book, especially dining before. But that deal, like he said that his... So his boss manager whatever was like not mad happy. At, <laughs> yeah. he was not happy and uh what did you think about that experience it was a longer dinner but it was you- a longer dinner but it was it was very it, it was nice to have that, that option on the boat so um, i recommend if you do have an option having it on the last night was like i feel like it was perfect timing because it was a it was a great experience you know we had table side drinks table side salad like 
the entire presentation from appetizers and um, from the to the entrees to the fried cheesecake, which was amazing. Um, the whole experience was great, and I know like everyone got different things. And fr- Frank, you got something. I got venison. Pass around, the, yeah. That with the fig was. I wanted this. to eat more of it, but I was like, "I'm one of those people where it's like, yeah. I want everyone to try this," and that's that's why I like this cruise because I was yeah. like, "I really want everyone to try this cruise." But at yeah. dinner, I was like, "You need to try this venison." Yeah. I wanted more of it, but it was so so good. So if you're going to 150, order the venison. That was amazing. Don't shy from that, and then order something else. I got the veal. Just in case the venison was weird, I was like, I need to have something else on the on the side. If you're a foodie and going on a cruise, you definitely got to check out, you know, some of those restaurants that they have, the specialty dining. Um, I think next time for sure, I, I'm going to do more of them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think you can book like the package and do, you know, three nights or whatever. I think that's a perfect on a seven night. If you do three nights and four, it's a good little mix. Yeah. Yeah, all of that food sounds delicious. Like you said, Chris, that ending with the fried cheesecake at 150 is always a great move. Now, kind of looping back on your sea day, some of the different activities around the ships. You know, you got the ultimate abyss slide, the flow rider, the zip line that goes over Central Park. Did you do end up doing any of this? Yeah, I actually did a few, <laughs> few different items. So we started off in the morning. You know, I was feeling brave and I went on the zip line. You know, Joe went first. Easy. Frank went next. Easy. I was like, all right, let's do it. Wait, they yelled at me because I almost <laughs> ran into the wall. Frank almost f- flew straight into the wall. He was not following directions. <laughs> <laughs> but he made it to the other side. And, you know, when I was when it was my turn, I was I souped up, got my helmet on, and it was I was getting ready to go. And, you know, the guys start cracking some jokes. You're like, hey, he's like, is he buckled in? Um, they also started saying like, Hey, are you, you know, the wind, the wind, cause the wind started to pick up. So I was like, man, this thing, wind might fl- make me fly into the ocean. I don't know. And, uh, I finally got up there hooked in, put my arms on it. I saw the camera looking from the other side to record and I was about to let go. And I said, nah, this ain't for me. <laughs> so I, I took my, I took myself right back down. We still have five. Do you freaking up there? Yeah. I got some good pictures from up yeah, there too. No one needs to know. We won't no tell anyone. To, yeah, no it's one just between us and whoever listens to this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so we did that and we're like, all right, we already did this. This is yeah. pretty, you know, pretty exciting. We're already right near, near the ultimate abyss. So then we went on that. I went first, and then yeah, it was a the the ultimate abyss. It has two like slides, and so Frank and I raced, and he was talking all this smack, talking about some oh like I got this da da da. He knows the technique. I beat him. Not easy. surprised he was talking smack. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know Frank. If you know Frank, all right, all but right. I, I beat him, and I got it on tape, so we good. I do I do have it on tape. We're we'll have to show that <laughs> into the this week's reels, but and the other activity too was the um, what was the the. Flow rider. The flow rider. Yeah, that one I I definitely Frank catfished me because I I was hoping to catch him fall and like completely wipe out, but he was doing great and then John came up next and you could tell he's, you know, been on boards before as well, so just seeing them both, I next time I'll do it, but uh it was it was cool it's That's good to start thing. like day one we started a little late just because yeah. we there was so much to do i didn't want to just have everyone sitting there watching me but if we had a group like go on day one practice and then by day four day five you're like oh this is easy because it does take takes like a bunch of reps and even mm-hmm. michael here he's not he's not really all right before you call me out here you know i've done the flow rider twice now on royal ships the yeah, yeah, we yeah, we can we can show the video maybe. But the first time 
it was pre-COVID, and I did like the boogie boarding first, and then I moved on to the surfing part. And yeah, like Frank said, it wasn't the best. But the second time I went back, I wasn't even allowed to surf unless I booked a private lesson. And I think this was a post-COVID kind of safety thing at the time. Does that still exist, or what are they doing now? Yeah, so they did kind of change that policy. So this was weird. So anyone can actually try the stand-up. They used to make you kind of audition and then whatever. You had to do this, the boogie boarding first and then you could do the other one. But now it's like you don't even have to bother doing the boogie board, but you do have to do the audition. So you have to sign the waiver saying that you want to you know, do the stand-up, but you also have to sign saying like no one asks you this in person, but on the waiver it says, have you done like a board sport before? And so if you say yes, then they'll give you two shots so John got his two chances to go up there. You know, you have to show that you can get up and then they'll give you the other bracelet kind of once you prove that you're good enough. So you can still now going on, you can just fill out the waiver, say you've done skateboarding one time or a couple of times, and then you can go and try. And then after two times, if you, you know, can't get up on your own, then they're going to say, Hey, you got to go back to the boogie boarding. Well, that's great to know. Maybe on the bachelor cruise next year, I'll try and maybe make it. Who knows? <laughs> Chris, you'll try it too, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Now, moving on, the last day of y'all's cruise was at Coco Cay. Perfect day at Coco Cay. Yep. Chris, your first time there, what were your thoughts when you got to this island? The fact that they had their own island. <laughs> I walked in. People were singing, dancing. It was... I had never seen anything like that. Can you sing us the Perfect Day at Coco Cay song? Um, I don't know if you want me to do this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so... What like you're going back to Coco Cay? We've already talked about it multiple times. We're going back in March. What did you end up doing this time? Let's talk about that, and then maybe we can talk about what we're gonna plan on doing next time. Yeah, I just explored the island, so I know for next time I know where things are. So I explored the island. Um, I took a nap of the hammocks, so the hammocks were yeah. We're cool. like, where's Chris? And then he comes back an hour later. <laughs> I was he's asleep. like, sleep. <laughs> he's like, I've been on the hammocks. I was like, dude, I didn't even know they had hammocks <laughs> on this <laughs> island. I mean, I think I've seen them one or two times, but I'm just surprised that you found them on your first time. Yeah, I, yeah there was like a little little pathways under some trees, cool breeze. Um, so that was cool. And then I met up with everyone. Um, there are some people by like the beach side. And so we had a bunch, all the chairs lined up. And so I was hanging out there somewhere in the water. Um, after that, my favorite part was the, um, the, the, swim float, up. the floating bar. That, yeah, the swim up bar in the ocean, the floating was, bar. That was crazy. I, I, that was just so much fun. Um, just getting there, I didn't realize that I actually have to swim <laughs> there. Like, <laughs> so swimming with a drink, an open container in hand, and trying to swim with one hand was not ideal for me, but I made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It was great. It was. Uh, what was crazy is actually walking to South Beach. You like walked through like a jungle yeah. almost because they closed the road down. I guess because of the. I'm assuming someone trams. got hit by a tram recently and then we didn't <laughs> see it. And, you know, they were like, okay, now we need to have this path, yeah. which makes sense. But it, I mean, it was a nice path. Then you got there and you see the bar and you're like, oh, I got to drop, drop my shirt and yeah. get in the water. <laughs> and, <get> in there. <laughs> so that was a, it was fun. We hung out there for a while and then we yeah, went back and enjoyed a little bit more of the beach and the pool. And we saw the pool. The pool wasn't really the vibe this time. It just, we were all yeah. kind of in a, chill beach kind of mode but the pool's definitely more of that party kind of vibe so we're gonna have to figure out what we want to do there is the new adults only area that's opening so we may end up doing that and checking that out so that's a whole nother thing that they're building that should be done in january but for the most part i enjoy just kind of relaxing the drinks were flowing the drinks food flowing. was good it was great yeah. so yeah we enjoyed our perfect day at coco k 
It was perfect day at Coco Cane. Did Scotty get her salad? Scotty did get her Greek salad. She got, I think, maybe two Greek salads, one that she had a chicken to. But it, she just, like, loves how fresh it tastes, like, on the beach. Because I feel like on the cruise, you just eat so much, like, just heavy food. And so to get, like, the fresh salad and the veggies, like, it's just nice to have. Yeah, sounds like y'all had a great day out there. You know, I'm excited to get back to Coco Cay next year. It's been too long at this point. Now, looping back to really the last thing we haven't talked about yet was entertainment on the ship. So I know y'all said you had cats on this ship. You had some comedy going on, some different like game shows you could play in. What did y'all end up doing, um, spending your time doing in the evenings? Yeah, I remember the first one that comes to mind was Battle of the Sexes because uh, all the guys got to participate. And so this was my birthday. This was the Wednesday, my first night when we got on. And they were like, Frank, get up there. And I was like, no, I don't really want to do that. They got up there. (laughs) They they were trying to get me to wear the sash. And I was like, I'm not wearing my birthday sash in front of these people. (laughs) So tell them, Chris, you jumped up there. Teller jumped up there. Joe. Yeah, Yeah, we were all up there and Teller as well. So um, yeah, the games was like, games were good. You know, there were parts where you had to like sing songs, like the first thing that come to your head. Um, that was actually difficult. You know, we listened to music all the time, but I could not think of a single song. Um, then we went into like Christmas songs and all these different Popping Dis- the balloons. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it was fun, but the guys beat the girls and that's hey, all I'm going to say. <laughs> we did win. We took the trophy home. We have it here. You've got yours. I got mine. Yep. They were going to try to, they were trying to take that from us. Yeah. I said, nope, that's my okay, trophy. That's Don't so, touch it. That was one thing that we did. We really enjoyed. We did have the Aqua show that first night, but the wind, just because of the cold front that was in the Caribbean, we weren't actually able to do it the first night. So that got rescheduled to night four. It still was the, I was bummed because the eight o'clock show actually got the full show the fourth night. And then when we went out there after dinner, our late dinner, um, they uh, ended up reducing the show down to just a drier dry show basically just kind of what they they had another whole set perf, uh, ready to be performed and i thought i thought it was still pretty good it definitely was upset that it wasn't the full thing when them diving off 60 foot you know diving yeah, boards but what did you nice. think no yeah that would have been nice to see i will say i didn't know what the show was so just going in it for the first time and and seeing the, the choreography, the guy flying down, hoverboard, um, it was it was good. I know that if you – the Aqua Show, if you're in the front, you're going to get wet. So that's one thing I did realize. They were splashing everyone in that zone. But uh, it was it was really cool to see them dancing, like, seamlessly in the water. Like, that was that was awesome. Yeah, and then the other shows, Love and Marriage Show, we got to see that one. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Sheila. Sheila, man, we saw them. We saw them hanging out on Coco Cay, and we're like, Sheila, Sheila. <laughs> it, was, so, it was good. So then we also had Big Sky, which was one of their yeah. performances on day one. I thought that one was really good. That was more of an you know acrobatic kind of yeah. people flying through the air. It and- was it was so cool, like the dancing, the singing, like it was just the whole production was just pheno- was phenomenal. I I that was well put together they did a great job and then we had the comedy show so we did the the private kind of stand-up comedy then we did the larger one what did you i was man i was in the back just crying and i was looking over at y'all and you were like yeah Yeah, i just felt bad for whoever they were roasted in the front like (laughs) whoever said if you ever sit in the front row of a comedy show just prepare to get your feelings hurt (laughs) man was brutal (laughs) so we did the comedy show which i thought was pretty good and then the ice show that was your first time going to an ice show what did you think uh yeah that was 
that was um pretty intense they there was one like, like an acrobatic duo man like they were doing oh. some crazy stuff i i yeah they were phenomenal those two it was like a guy and a girl and he yeah. was throwing her swinging oh, yeah. her i was like man <laughs> i had anxiety <laughs> yeah i was sitting in my seat like ooh, ooh, like, ooh yeah I, I was like it was, it was crazy all right well that that's probably to me that was probably my favorite show but i liked they were all good and I'm definitely bummed about the Aqua Show, but that just means we got to get another Oasis class cruise on the on the book. So I agree. And I'm just gonna say one of my favorite, like one of my favorite things on the cruise that I'm gonna look back and remember. Everyone, all like 14 of us, maybe not Grace and Cody. I think they may have gone down to the yeah. another. I think they did the Silent Disco. Silent Disco. Yes, thank you. They were maybe maybe not there, but my mom was there. Her friend was there. We had a bunch of people in the pub. And the guy was just jamming out. We were, it was right after the seventies. And then as soon as the music died down for seventies, he starts jamming out and we were all vibing. Drinks were flowing. Like we had a bunch. I don't know why I mixed bourbon, wine, vodka. I just had, (laughs) and I had screwball whiskey and I was like, what am I doing? And we look around and like, we're, our group is just going crazy, having a good time. We look around and everyone's just quiet as can be not just nodding their head we were like it was like a concert for us we were like right in front of the guy we were like cheering him on he was yeah. playing like all the jams and that next morning was coco k and i remember i was like scotty i'm not well like i <laughs> to the spa to get some liquid IV. i needed like i went yeah i went to the solarium to get uh some some vitamin water i was like not well that was the night i woke up and started munching snacks in the bathroom because i was like just i needed food like i you know when you just don't have enough base layer yeah so anyways that was a great night that was one of those nights i'm always gonna remember uh just hanging out with the group and and singing yeah i feel like nights at the pub are always just a great time on the ships got just a few questions chris as we start to wrap up anything looking back on it that you would either plan better or like any just tips for somebody sailing for the first time yeah, no, I mean, going with a group, you know, Frank did an amazing job planning, but going with a group of like 15 people, um, you know, planning ahead, I will say the only thing is I would recommend is kind of knowing what excursion everyone's going to be on. So that way you could kind of see if you want to go or plan a little, plan your, your days a little uh, better in advance. But other than that, I would say the main thing was watching the video. So Frank sent, sent us a a video from YouTube about the ship. It was like an hour long, but it was a little long. <laughs> yeah, but it was honestly, it was worth it because I already knew where I wanted to be. I knew what parts of the ship and I didn't have to worry about which side things were on because I already knew uh, what they offered. And so I was thinking like, Oh, we got to go over here. Cause you know, at this time they have like certain, certain items that you can't get on another day. So, um, and you knew some of the hacks, right? Like we yeah. only had set, we only had four nights. Normally it's a seven night, the ship normally runs seven nights. So you takes a while to get used to it. So I was like, you're going to lose two days by not yeah. knowing it. It takes a couple of days to learn it. And one of the things that you did find out from the video that you used, you took advantage of was the Solarium Bistro. Yeah. Like no one else knew about the Solarium Bistro. So they're going to the Windjammer. Yeah. You were over there dealing with <laughs> no lines. You got a good food. So that was one thing that like that probably saved you a lot of stress a lot of time just not having to fight the crowds in the windjammer. Yeah, that and also not the other one was uh Jimmy Johnny Rockets. You know, they offer breakfast. They don't tell you that. Yeah. So that was really nice. I mean, I thought that was a great opportunity and that led us to the 150 dinner. So yeah. any final thoughts in terms of just Oasis of the Seas, Royal Caribbean and your experience there, the 
uh, staff or like just sailing with a large group? I would say the, the mo- two things, you know, p- try to plan ahead with everybody. And, you know, the drink package is definitely worth it. But at the same time, just remember you're having fun and relax and just enjoy your company. I would definitely cruise with, you know, everyone in that group again. Um, you know, everyone, we had a good time. And so uh, I'll just say, like, enjoy it. You know, let loose and just enjoy the vacation. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris. It's been a pleasure having you on the podcast and we'll definitely look forward to having you on again, whether it's after the bachelor cruise or even if we get to do this again for next year's birthday, we will try to bring you back on and talk about it again. Well, thanks for having me on this podcast. This, this is, I'm so <laughs> excited. I was able to be a part of cruise conversations and share my experience in Royal Caribbean and can't wait to maybe the next time. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the cruise conversations podcast. If you haven't yet, just please drop us a question or a comment on Instagram. You can DM, DM us at Cruise Conversations. Also, if you are looking to book your next cruise, either on this Oasis of the Seas ship or any other ships in Royal Caribbean's fleet or across the different cruise lines, you can definitely click the link in the description of this episode. We would love to talk about how we can save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next cruise stateroom just using the different travel agent rates that Michael and I are able to see. So we'd love to help you do that. Thank you so much again, and we will see you back here next Wednesday.